From Revenue Rhino, I'm Brad Hammond, and this is the Lifelong Customer Podcast. We're interviewing successful sales and marketing leaders and discussing ways in which they're building lifelong relationships with their customers. Welcome to the Lifelong Customer Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Hammond, and today I have Jordan Bogard from Eddie HR. Jordan, it's really nice to have you on. Hey, Brad. Uh, excited to be on. So I appreciate it, especially on a Friday. We get to kick yeah. off into a podcast. It'd be good. Totally. Yeah, it's, it's really great. So tell me a bit about yourself and about your company. Yeah, I'm married. Uh, I live in Salt Lake City, Utah. I've got four kids and they're my passion and everything I do is for them. Nice. And so I've been in the, the payroll and HR space for, geez, going on 12, 13 years. I worked at ADP and ran their small business division. Uh, I opened up three states for Heartland Payroll and HR, started my own payroll company, and then I merged with Eddie about, let's see, just over a year ago now. And so if I'm not with my family or at Eddie HR, you'll probably find me on the mountains. I love to mountain bike. That's probably my biggest activity or, or hobby that I like to do when I'm, I'm not working. So Nice. That's awesome. So for those maybe not familiar with the payroll and HR space, you're literally probably talking about the software that creates paychecks and pays people and all that. Tell me a bit of what, more about exactly what it is. Yeah, no, that's, that's a great question, Brad. Uh, within the, the payroll and HR space, that's pretty generic. But essentially what we do as a company is we help companies from, they call it from cradle to grave or from hire to fire. And so anything from as you're trying to look for employees and posting on job boards to managing your hiring process to electronically onboarding them so you can get rid of filing cabinets and stuff like that and do it via electronic signatures, cell phones, and then manage their entire history at your company. All their pay, obviously, if they're getting paid every two weeks, their payroll, we're doing that, their pay history, all their personal information, even up to like their shirt size or whatever it may be, if you need to have that type of information as well. And then we can even help you offboard them if they decide to leave you. Every little thing that you don't think about uh, that you need as you bring on an employee, we're managing all that kind of data and information on the back end. Nice. That's awesome. And you're telling me a bit about your target market. It's like a company's a certain size. Tell me more about that and how that came to be. Yeah. So we're pretty passionate about the small to mid-sized business. And so I think it's probably because uh, our founder, his name's Travis Hansen. He's created and started multiple small businesses. And uh, as he started those companies, he realized that there's, they get the short end of the stick when it comes to HR tech. Mm. All these big companies get the work days, the namelys, the ulti pros, the chronoses and things like that. All these really cool softwares that do a lot of things, but small businesses, you get QuickBooks or a, a basic payroll and, and no way to really manage your employees or help hire them. And that's how the, the company was founded. And so we're targeting that, that five to 10 employee company all up to 250, 300 employees. And that's what a majority of the United States is. 98% of the companies in the US are 250 employees and below. Mm. And so there's just millions of them and we love supporting them and, and help them find ways to take care of employees. So that's the passion behind it. Nice. That's awesome. So obviously this past year has been quite different in terms of business and industries and all that. What does it look like for you guys? And what have you seen with maybe clients and what do you see for the year ahead yeah that, that's a good question 2020 a lot of people talk as if it was like a horrible year and 
I would say there's some aspects of it that weren't great. COVID pandemic. I mean, uh, yeah. here in, in Salt Lake City, I think it was five days after we had an earthquake and we haven't had an earthquake in here in years. Yeah. It wasn't anything scary, but it definitely shook our house pretty good and woke us up and scared us. There were some things that happened, but it was honestly like one of the best years because I think it's in those challenging times that you really find out who you are and what you're going after. And you learn how to pivot and just make things happen no matter what you're dealt. And so 2020 was a, a phenomenal year. In regards to March, I think it was March 14th when the kind of the pandemic hit, we slowed down. Yeah, we did. We had to do some layoffs. It was horrible. We, we never want to do that kind of stuff. But with that, we found a lot of things that were missing and ways to like support that like deskless worker, you would call it. People that aren't at a computer all the time, people that aren't at the office all the time and ways to manage that. And so it's helped us pivot and really determine who we want to be in 2021. And uh, we did see some slowdown for a couple months, but we also saw had some of our best months ever. March and April were pretty slow. June was okay. July was phenomenal. September was better. And I think October was our best month uh, we've ever had. Oh, nice. I, I think it's because we dealt with what they gave us. And learned how to pivot and make it work and focus on our customers. And that turned out well for us. So I, I can't complain. That's really cool. What, what are some of those pivots that you made? I would say in regards to just our structure of our company, like the people we hired, we focused on who was missing because it gave us time to really stop and think, okay, we have a pretty incredible team, but, and we're good at these things, but we're not so great at these things. Who could we bring in to help change that? And so we made some really good hires that way. And so that was one pivot. We learned, we dived into our software and, and we're bringing our clients. Like Eddie's pretty new. We've been around for three years. And so for the last, for the first two years, we were building the software, right? We didn't have any clients in it. But in 2020, we started bringing on clients and we brought on a lot of them, uh, over 400 last year. And so it was really good. Wow. But with that being said, as clients get in and play with the software, you realize what you're missing and what's broken and what needs to be fixed. And so uh, there were a lot of pivots there. And especially with what's missing and what we can do with these, uh, we're calling them deskless workers. So in 2021, we're going to release some awesome stuff like a new app. We're obviously mobile friendly, so you can log on a tablet, computer, uh, desktop, whatever it may be. But uh, we're going to have our own proprietary app and it's going to release some really cool features, messaging, asynchronous video, and just some really neat stuff that hasn't been done in this industry before. So I I'm stoked. It's going to be awesome. Cool. Could you explain more for the audience about what a deskless worker is? Yeah. If you think of industries like uh, one that we've targeted uh, and, and really seen a benefit to is like rehab centers, right? Mm -hmm. So rehab centers have multiple houses or locations and uh, they'll have beds and stuff like that. And they'll be taken care of. So they'll have nurses and staff and stuff like that. But none of them really sit at a computer, right? They aren't in front of a desktop. They aren't working from a computer all day, emailing, calling people on the phone all day long. They have their phone with them and that's about it. Another example would be like at restaurants, right? Like the only person that really has a computer is the backend office manager, or the general manager. Everyone else is going to the kiosk or the point of sale systems, they call them and they'll have their phones and stuff like that. And being able to target them and have all their information in one spot on an app that really benefits them is the target to that because and like messaging, announcements, schedules, things like that that you don't think about if you don't have a computer is going to be our target. So a desk is just basically in simple terms is someone that doesn't sit at a desk all day long. Cool. And how did you come to target that 
persona and that person? Is it, is it because you're finding a lot of these and there really wasn't a good solution for these workers? That's exactly it. We found a lot of these companies that construction or restaurants or rehab, I could go on for 20 minutes talking about all the different industries and verticals we've looked at to go after. But it's just endless, right? There's a lot of people that just don't sit at a desk all day long, but they still need these services. And so that's how we targeted it. Nice. What do you see as your greatest challenge for the road ahead in this next year? I guess there's always the unknown, right? What are they going to throw at us in 2021? (laughs) Hopefully it's not another pandemic. But I would say we're just, we're in growth mode, right? We want to become, we're a tech startup. It's expensive to hire engineers. I'm super transparent, so I just tell it as it is. But uh, we want to become profitable. We don't want to be one of those tech companies that brings on, you know, millions or hundreds of millions of dollars and and doesn't show uh, some profit there. And so our goal is to become profitable within the next 12 to 18 months. And we're going at it after a full force. So that's our goal for 2020. And that's going to be our challenge. Totally. So what are some ways that you've learned to build lifelong relationships with customers? Great question. I would say for lifelong customers is one, uh, always putting the customer first. And I hate saying it that way, but it, it's true. You have to cater to their needs. And when I say always putting the customer first, there's something just in business you can't do, right? Within EDHR, we're three years in. There's some stuff that I, I honestly can't, you know, facilitate or manage or help them out with. And so it's interesting that you asked that question because I just posted this on LinkedIn the other day that I actually refer clients or not clients per se, usually referrals or people that I'm targeting or cold calling to other companies. And so as I get that call in and I talk to them and I, I go do a deep dive analysis and understand what their needs are from hire to fire. And if I can't facilitate them and I don't think Eddie's going to be a great fit, I tell them that. So be honest with them. Put the customer first. That's what I mean by that. Because like the customer's not always right. I won't ever say the customer's always right because customers make some mistakes just like companies do. But if you're looking for their best needs and their best intentions and focusing on how you can benefit them and and if you can't do it, then you're honest with them. I think right from the get-go, it's just like when you onboard an employee. If you bring on an employee and uh, they come into the office, this happened to me actually. You come into the office, it's Monday, and the HR director is like, hey, Jordan, like, why are you here? <laughs> you know, kind of thing. I'm like, because this is my start date, and uh, you guys had me in. They didn't have anything ready for me. And mm-hmm. so it just put a really bad taste in my mouth and bad impression. And so I think right from the get-go, whether it's talking to clients or bringing on a new employee, just being honest and transparent and putting them first, it goes a long way to establish that relationship for long-term. So Love that. Jumping off of that, what key advice would you give to other sales and marketing leaders that are maybe a bit younger and just getting started? Don't give up. It's going to be a grind every single day. There's going to be something crazy thrown at you every day, whether it's an employee that quits or a pandemic that hits that shuts down your restaurant or your business, or you don't get approved for a PPP loan. There's so many things that can be thrown at you as a new starting business. And so if you're passionate about something and you love what you're going after, don't give up, man. There's going to be stuff that tries to stop you a million times, a million different ways. And so uh, I would, that would be my first advice. Just go for it and don't give up. And then I'd say the other thing is find like a mentor, right? Find someone that can trust and lean on other people because you can't do it all by yourself. And uh, know that up front that it's always okay to ask for help and reach out to other people and see how they can help you out and 
maybe you'll help them at the same time. So I'd say those are two key points. Of advice. Love it. That's awesome. Hey, thanks so much for joining Jordan. This was really great to hear your advice and wisdom here and have you on. Hey, no, I totally appreciate it, Brad. I'm glad that you reached out to me. I love what you're doing and helping people see what small businesses are doing and how they're you know, tackling it within sales and marketing. And thanks for having me on and anything I can do to help you, let me know. Totally. Appreciate it.